water up. Nice soft cushion. <laughs> Did that come through? <laughs> my parts have been weird. I've had a weird, weird thing today. Yeah, so have mine, but I think that's just from being sick. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this because you were oddly sick. I bet you have like Lyme disease or something. You just don't. Even no, know. for the first time, I cannot attribute it to your daughter, <laughs> Malin. For the first time this year. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's a different experience for you. That's I'm sure. nice. I just I don't know. I got when I noticed it happens actually when we. Uh, you know, like the temperature's so nice outside these nights. Right. We are outside right now again. Back in my patio, um, under the stars, it's romantic. Yeah, quite romantic. Uh, <laughs> and and our know, neighbor might lights. walk. Our neighbor might walk through our uh, <laughs> backyard because she's looking for her dog. Your dog just tore off after some deer. Uh, no, but at night the temperature's been so great that we've been leaving the windows and yeah. doors open to sleep. And the last couple times that we've done it, I've woken up in the morning with like a, a dry throat. Yeah. And you know probably some post nasal drip and I'm like uh oh I think I'm gonna get sick Fuck. and this time I woke up that way last Friday went to practice came back home and was like okay I should probably make some breakfast but I, I laid down on the couch for a second yeah just, three hours later I woke up and fuck. I was like oh shit and I'm I was <laughs> sick yeah so I apologize I probably sound a little nasally and congested but yeah it's horrible it's no fun. We didn't kiss when I when I got here. Yeah, it was so. awkward. <laughs> I, was, I went in for it. You were like, used no, to it. No, no, Adam. So what's been time. going on the last uh, two weeks? Well, quite a lot, Nate. Yeah. Uh, nothing has really been going on. I took my first ever personal day. Yeah, well, yeah. You like so, somebody asked if you could do something. You're like, no, I'm taking the day off. And, yeah. And you're like, it's a personal day. Right. So as soon as I said I'm taking a personal day, everyone's like, oh, he's interviewing. He's where, like, oh, where is he? Where is he going? Which I wasn't. I like legitimately was not. Um, but I kind of came to the realization that, like, when I get home from work, it's go 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 with the kid, put her to bed, and then like we eat dinner. I talk to my wife for an hour. We go to bed, and do it all over again in the morning. And then on the weekends, it's like swim lessons and right nap time and just all these different things so i was like i need a day where it's not like i just need to like sit and do nothing but i need to like get shit done that i need to get done yeah. which was like go to town hall and get something notarized and uh <laughs> like all these like house things that i need to work on and then i did actually go to the beach and read a book really for two hours that's awesome I've never done i've never well i haven't done since i had a kid that's a good use of a personal day. Yeah, it was good. I, I felt very fulfilled. Because that's way better than just sitting around on the couch saying, like, yeah. I just need my own time to chill and do nothing. Yes. And then we went to Bar Taco. Excellent. And, you know, it was, good. it was a good night. Because you, you bring your daughter to daycare on your way to work. Yes. And then you pick her up on your way home from work. So Correct. it's not even like there's a 30-minute period when you're at home and your daughter's no. not there because... Lindsay's going to pick her up or anything, right. or your parents are dropping her off. I mean, there are the rare times R that, that happens, times, yeah. but I, when I leave work, I have to psych myself up because I know that it's going to be high octane for the next two and a half hours. Yeah, and so people are like, "Oh, Adam, wow, you get to like leave." I leave work at five forty while my team leaves at like six, so they give me shit for like minutes. yeah those twenty minutes. But and I, you know, I I do feel bad that I'm leaving them and. But I, I get in the car and I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. All right, like prepare yourself right. for this. Let me play some corn and get <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, up. it's like I've got I've got 10 minutes to get to her daycare. And by the way, if I'm there after 6, they start charging. Oh, and really? They charge? It, yeah, it's not cheap. Like you have to be there before 6, which I get because people would take it. Because they have to – because the teachers have to stay there. Right. And and you don't want to like put them out. And yeah. Then they have to stay later and it's, it's not fair to them. But – it's not cheap. I don't even know what it is, but it's... Is there like a big line of cars there for everybody picking up their kids? A little bit, yeah. Like, actually, today, I couldn't even park in the parking lot. I had to go park in a different parking lot and run to the... Uh, really? Yeah. It doesn't normally happen, but every once in a while it does. Huh. So I psych myself up, and then, you know, Ball of Fire Malin comes out, and she's like, let's sing The Little Mermaid, and <laughs> let's listen to Frozen oh for God. the 23rd time. So I'm singing the songs in the car, and then I get her home, and she's like, I want to play outside. I want to play ball. I want to do all this. And you're just like, What does she okay. do all day at school? They don't do that? They just I nap and like, draw? Honestly, I, I would be fine if they didn't teach her anything, but I would love for them to just run her around the school. Take nonstop. her to doggy daycare. That's actually not a bad idea. That's what they do there. Yeah, like just 
put her in a pit with a bunch of bunch of animals and she just can be with the small dog yeah. group and yeah. they're a little bit friendlier. So So yeah, it's uh it's a lot. So this personal day was was good because I still had to bring her to <laughs> to school. Still brought her to daycare. But then I just kinda cruised home, did my own thing, did some Peloton. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> It was good. You're getting good use out of that. I'm. I'm I impressed. really am. I I love it. I I I was sort of reluctant at first because they were like, "Oh, you got to join this like Facebook group, which is all about Peloton, the Peloton Members Club or whatever." It's like it sounds so culty, and like I I I've been to like spin classes before where just you can see the yeah. cult develop. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I think that's what I don't like about spin classes is when you get in there and like people are, yeah. are screaming and reacting in there. Yes. You know, like grunting totally. and shouting to the one hundred percent. What's going on? I'm just like, no, 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 no. Please yeah. stay in your own lane and do your own thing. Yes. I. But for some reason, I I love it. That's I, awesome. I mean, I you know I have I have instructors that I like. I have my routines that I like. Uh, yesterday, like I didn't want to. I didn't want to do a. Uh, um, an instructor, so I just like put on a movie. I put on like a. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call from my dad. Um, hi, dad. Hi, dad. Uh, I, so I put on like a just a general like uh, ride and just like did my own thing while I watched half of Captain Marvel. Does it? Um, can you like ride courses and yeah. stuff on it? Uh, so the one issue I have with it, and it's not. I don't know if it's even an issue, but you can do like. San Francisco or the road to Hana in, in Maui. You yeah. can do all these things and you can see the whole path, but it doesn't change your elevation for you. You have to do that yourself. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it's not, it doesn't change the, the tension. Right. It's not reacting to It's not like a smart the, trainer. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, so it's still limited in that regard. Yeah. But I mean, I try to, so what, when I do it, I usually like try to crank it up every five minutes. And do okay. like a minute of high high intensity. Because that's what's cool with these smart trainers these days. Yeah, I mean you have to use your own your own bike, um, uh, and they can go wheel on or wheel off into yeah. the whole gearing system. But they will, uh, with certain memberships, they'll follow a cycling course. There's this application called Zwift, right? Uh, which you use that you yeah you become a <clears throat> member yeah. of. Um, and on these smart trainers, like if you start to go up a hill, it'll increase your your which is good your drag. Yeah, and there's some of them. Have a uh, an inclining and, and declining uh, front hookup for your front fork. Oh no! So way. like it actually, you get the sensation of climbing That's and the cool. extra pressure. Holy shit! So if like you're really into it and you you care about that stuff, but yeah, I mean, I think the Peloton with the classes is probably more versatile and yeah. Well, I have this 75 mile ride coming up, and I was sort of like, is this really training me for it? And in some ways, it is, especially with the cardio. Yeah. But I I do worry that. <laughs> You can't just you can't beat just being on the road and just having that as sort of a, a yeah you a have trainer. to ride. Which yeah. speaking of which, I owe you a bike. Yes, you I do gotta, owe me I a bike. Bring that. Um, are you cool if I like go get it fixed up? I'll pay for it to totally, get fixed up. Yeah. But like if there's if they're like hey there's, we need a new chain or whatever, you're cool if I. It's it's a little rusted, but yeah, it's all yours. Thanks, man. So uh, it. frame's probably a little big for you, but. That's all right. It'll work. I have a big heart. Oh, so get this is this is way too much information, <laughs> and I don't know why this reminded me of this. But uh, I came home with Malin today, uh, and she's like, I have to go pee. I'm like, great. So she goes pee, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I got to go pee, too. So I just start peeing, and she looks at me, <laughs> looks at looks at my junk, and says, oh, it's like a little hose. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, stop staring at my dick. Second of all, it's not a little hose. It's, it's like a giant <laughs> fire like hose. We went to touch a truck the other weekend. Remember those fire hoses <laughs> yeah, that the <laughs> firefighters had? That's what yeah. that is. Come on now. <laughs> and, and then she kind of does her own thing. She's like, you have a penis. And I was like, yes, You're I do. Like, okay. Biology. Yeah, Yay. Great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a fun little moment. Looking forward to that, having kids. Yeah. And, you know. And that's the other thing too, is because my wife is pregnant. Oh, what? breaking oh news! Although she's been pregnant for a while, she's been pregnant for a little while. Uh, so we're having a boy in October, uh, and there was a thought that, like, we, you know, if we had another girl, I was like, I'm going to be so outnumbered. Yeah. But just knowing that I have this boy coming, and I can like mold him, and like, there's going to be some teaming up later on. Yeah, I'm excited. Because I mean, still, the your daughter will be the oldest. Right. So she'll still set some of the the trends and the the ground rules. Absolutely. But when he gets to the right age, oh, there'll dude. be some serious battles. I love it. I'm excited. You'll I'm gonna actually to, pit them against each other. Yeah, you'll be able to in a pit with the other dogs at Doggy Daycare. 
Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I do think, though, and, and Lindsay had brought this up before, that my daughter is like so close to me. She feels like the sun is going to be very close to her. Yeah, but didn't weren't we talking about this with Gracie that earlier in life daughters tend to, you know, it's it's not side with, but like connect more with their fathers. Oh, I'm sure. And as they they get older, then start to connect more with their mothers. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'll become a giant nerd to her. She's yeah. gonna realize that I'm a nerd. She's yeah. like, wait, Dad, you're not cool. Actually, there I have right. many cooler friends in school. Yes, and it's <laughs> gonna break my fucking heart when that happens. <laughs> you're like, oh, I had. 15 years, maybe. I don't think I'll get 15 years. I think I get 10. 10? Maybe. All right. Maybe. But still, it'll be fun 10 years. Yeah. Like, those I, are the I, fun 10 years. Yeah. And after absolutely. that, Dude, like, you don't have to deal with homework. and No. You well, want to just why, like. See, that's why I married the exact right woman, because I was not great at school. And I was very lazy. And Lindsay is super smart. And she's the one that's going to be like, hey, let me help you with yeah. your math. I'll help her. I'll help with the English. Totally fine. You can teach her what 20% of 500 is. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> According to me, it's 2000. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's excellent. Actually, you're right. A Duke-educated wife uh, yeah. will be able to help. With I didn't marry her for her personality or her looks. She's also within earshot of yes. this and giving me the finger. She's listening to all My all beautiful pregnant wife wearing a Kelly's 4 Plus Granola t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, and your daughter Your daughter requested one. Mm-hmm. What's I'm going to... We're doing a we're doing a pretty good job of whoring out our our friends' kids or our own kids uh, with totally. all the different businesses that we've started. Yeah, and there's quite a lot. Two, one, one that business we've started. we started, one <laughs> podcast that we've started. You've started your own business. I plenty uh, of other things yeah. to happen. <laughs> so I don't know if I ever told you this, but I um, shit six years ago I started this website called ctbonvivant.com. Uh, I don't know if you... It's C-T-B-O-N-V-I-V-A-N-T. Have you hashtagged it or something probably. before? All right, I've probably seen it. Um, and a uh, long time ago, my creative director at the time was like, go onto these sites and just... Because I was really trying to like get a better eye for design and style and things like that. And this particular creative director was like really into style and stuff. So I was yeah. like, what What do you do to like find your next trends? He's like, go onto these different sites, see what you like, and just kind of like see the different elements about it and all that. So I was like, oh, that's rad. Okay, cool. So I started going on it, and then I kind of started, like, saving some of the pictures. And I was like, well, I really want to, like, store these in some kind of way, which was very much like Pinterest. But I was going to say you made your own pin board. But I didn't want to do Pinterest because yeah. um, whatever. So I made it's this site. It's for women, site. as we know. Right. <laughs> so I made this site called ctbonvivant.com, and all of a sudden it took off. Really? Like, I've got, like, tens of thousands of followers on this thing. How? Follow like so you is it a RSS so it's, feed it's, or it's through Tumblr, um, but I am like I'm so done with it. Like I, it, it's like such a chore now um, because I have all these people following me. I feel like the need to like keep to updating keep creating it, and I just it. like like dude, like I can't keep doing it. Like I I love it. I will use it sporadically, but I'm at the point where I just don't have time to sit there and like go on to different to different sites and say, oh that's cool. I want to save that. You know, it yeah. just doesn't, it if, doesn't work. If there are a way of monetizing it or capturing so, some small I think value I missed out of that it. time because there there was a time, and I probably came right at the tail end, where if you had a certain number of followers, uh, advertisers would reach out to you or, you know, like brands and say like, hey, would you show this? Would you show that? And I got a few inquiries, but at the time I was like, well, if I don't like your shit, it's not, yeah, it's, I, I can't say I don't want to put this up. Yeah. Right? I think I'd be forced to still put it up. What kind of content are you putting on there? So, I mean, it's anything from, like, cars, uh, uh, apparel, art, icons, architecture, uh, architecture in, uh, interior design, I mean, like, a bunch of different shit. Um, and <laughs> women. I had women in there, too. <laughs> and then I actually took the women off because I was like, this is like, like, I claim to be this feminist and I'm, like, totally yeah, objectifying just... women. <laughs> so I took the women off. Uh, I mean, you can still search for the women and they're still, but it's, like, not a thing that you yeah. can actually search. Yeah. You leave that for your your private Instagram. Yeah, that's account. all the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, hidden Instagram exactly. account. And then it really all like I realized one day that the only women I was posting were were of this this one model named Barbara Palvin because I have a huge crush on Barbara <laughs> Palvin and I was like I should just turn this into like a Barbara Palvin fan site. You know we should we should create or you since I don't have one of these you should create a um like a a hot Peloton trainer uh, Instagram. There's only one. <laughs> you, I hear people talking about it all the time, like, oh, my God, I love Sarah. Yeah, Sarah from, from the U.K., she's awesome. There are, like, yeah, distinct ones that people like. And and I definitely, like, have found my favorites. 
and I, I, so what sucks is that when you, when you do a Peloton workout, it, I have it automatically post my Strava and it posts a picture of the person. So it's always, <laughs> so it's always like these like three different women. <laughs> and I'm so like, people see the trend. Yeah. So people are like, oh wow, Adam doesn't really care about working out. He's also well, back to CT Bon Vivant. Uh, yeah. I, I asked about monetizing, uh, Charlie and his podcast host, James just, yeah. uh, opened up a Patreon account. Hmm. Uh, for their podcast, I mean, they do they do a lot of research and reading papers and stuff, and they put uh, they put a hundred percent more effort into their podcast than we do. Correct, ninety nine point nine percent, because there is an effort of sitting down here. That's and, right, and discussing this stuff, and but setting we're also up the drinking equipment. and yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like so, Charlie, Charlie, and, and James set up a Patreon account uh, to Let's help give them a shout out. It. It's Paper Boys Pod, Paper Boys Podcast. Uh, at Paper Boys Pod, Instagram, Twitter, they love suggestions, yeah, uh, for different ideas. But it's it's an interesting podcast. They have tens of thousands of listens so far. Really good for them. I think they've they've cracked twenty. I think it's great. Twenty k. Um, so Jesus, if they could give us a shout out one day, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you suggest a paper, you'll get a shout out. But otherwise, yeah, they don't. Just... I did suggest a paper, and I didn't get the, shit. Are you the, sure the Skrillex thing? Yeah, I, he didn't call out uh, Adam Drake. He said, "Well, he said, oh, my friend Adam back in Connecticut.' So that's the shout out. I don't. He's want not going to shout out a worthless podcast like if you're bored. How dare you? I, mean, I could ask him. He's generating a, a good little platform. No, so I, I, say, I, I Charlie, don't. can we throw you a bone? Maybe <laughs> we'll ask if uh, Propworks can sponsor it. Um, <laughs> what? So yeah, I throw like, more money into this hole, this sucking yeah. hole of just nothing. So we could fly out to Seattle to to do aerial videography. No I thanks. was so I was in Brooklyn last weekend. Two weekends ago, and all I wanted to do was I had my drone in my car just because we yeah. used to uh, shoot. I was like, I, sh- I should just put this up. Like, I would love to just kind of like. Do you think you? I mean, I it's restricted. I don't think right. You can. You're not supposed to. Right. Okay. But but I see drones flying out of people's apartment windows in New York City all the time. Right. And it's it's very hard to catch. And I think because I'm licensed and because I have this company attached to me now, I feel I, that was the reason I was like, you I feel I, a I little, really yeah. put it. But I was like, you know, just put up like 200 feet, you get a cool view of like downtown right. Manhattan. Right. Anyway, I didn't do it. Probably smart. Yeah. Because then I'll like, what down. are you going to do with the content? You're not going to post it because then somebody say, oh, wait a second, you're not supposed to have that. And if it's a business, we already got right. yelled at by someone for, for pseudo posting about uh, content that we, we put up on the Instagram. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, I've given them, through CT Bon Vivant, plenty yeah. of advertising. Of free marketing and yeah. advertising. I'm wondering, so, sorry, I want to go back to the yeah. Bon Vivant quickly. I'm just wondering if there's any way, like, we were talking about Spike Seltzer uh, earlier. Yeah. If there's, like, any way of of some brands that would want to connect to it, or if it's just that's just not what you're interested in, well, in so, monetizing it that way. I, I mean, I don't have the time to do it. That's why I'm sort of I'm okay. just, right. like done with it. Um, I used to... Uh, so Would you want to put somebody in charge of it? I mean, I could. People sell it. But like, yeah. I'm not making money on it. So if I put someone in charge of it... like you, You're going to have to pay them. Right. <laughs> with having zero income yeah. coming to it. So, But because it has a following, there is a certain number attached to it. There, it's, it has a value to it. Right. Uh, I don't I don't know what that is offhand, but I there is the thought of like, well, if someone wants it and they want to spend like, whatever that money is to buy it, let's put a value on it, hundred k. <laughs> it's not worth hundred k. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. It's how many worth... how many people follow it? So subscribe? I think I have like sixty thousand people. Sixty thousand. Okay, so we're equating them to if Lindsay. It... Quick math. Is that a dollar thirty three? If it was no, if it was a dollar a person, fuck, I'd I'd sell that for sixty thousand dollars. The so here's the, here's the thing. In, I was t- I was telling you guys about this uh, conference that I went to um, uh, last week. One of the uh, presenters was talking about influencer marketing and how much he hates the term influencer. I get it, and I I hate it too. I despise it. I'm sure a lot of people despise it now, unless you're an influencer, <laughs> because anybody right. with like two thousand or more followers considers themselves an influencer. <laughs> But he was like, what are you actually influencing? If you have 100,000 followers on, let's say, Instagram or 50,000 sure. followers, you know, are those valuable followers and, and listeners to your content? Yeah. Are you influencing their purchasing decisions or influencing you know, their, their lifestyle? Or are they just right. following you because they're interested in the content you're putting out, but you're not actually That's exactly making a, a, a contribution to the I, value of their life or yes. the value of your 
business or whatever you, it is you're sponsoring. So are you influencing anything that these people are doing? No, I don't think so. You don't think so. And I will say that just based on you know, working in marketing and advertising, two years ago, every pitch we put together had an influencer component. Yeah. We don't even include influencers anymore. Really? It's just because there's there's no ROI on that. There's like zero ROI. It, it's really not even like it's so oversaturated. It's atrocious. It's, it's oversaturated, and it doesn't cut through. It, like you can't you can't differentiate between any of them. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is like, if I say, well, he, spending fifty thousand dollars on this influencer is going to get us a hundred thousand dollars of sales back, I, I can't do that i can't show you the numbers that that would make sense or that, that right. would actually because it's happen. not it doesn't happen it doesn't happen if you are purely trying to grow like a, a number count following then yeah money can be paid to sure to gain that value but is that valuable to you like what just to have a number and maybe a blue check mark maybe i mean the company you work for anyways is verified it's a it's a massive international brand anyway right so they're not gonna have that issue but right you're right there is no direct dollar value uh, ROI that you're going to get from it, right? And one one could argue that you've already got that company doing their thing, so yeah, why would you bother doing it? Because you maybe get a, a little bit more of a targeted audience. You're connecting because you're connecting more grassroots with you know people yeah. that are relevant. Totally. Right now, it's fake. It's bullshit. Yeah, I honestly I couldn't tell you the last time we said influencer in a brainstorm. Good. It just doesn't happen. I, I hate the word. I hate it. <laughs> and, and I we, know some people who are influencers yeah. and have... You were an influencer at one point. Uh, <laughs> I was an influencer before there were influencers. So back, just to back up, I used to work for a, or write for a blog called Yes But No But Yes, which was awesome. I yeah. love Yes But No But Yes. Uh, shout out to Steve Coulson, who was Scaramooch, <laughs> who, was, who basically said, hey, you're funny. Why don't you come write for me? And... I used to get paid to go to like different events and like they pay for me to like fly over to to LA. I went to LA one time to cover Axe's new uh, <laughs> cologne. I, I guess it was cologne because it wasn't body spray. It was like some weird cologne, and like it was awesome, man. Like and then I would come back and I'd be like, Axe is awesome. You should totally buy Axe. Axe is great. Oh, you had like okay, so that kind of yeah writing. Yeah, and 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 it was all bullshit. But I had like I had no integrity. It was also like 2009 when like <laughs> shit was like yeah. in the bottom, and I was like, all right, I'll just do whatever just I do can. Do whatever, yeah. Free trip to LA, of course. Um, and then I had all the, I had so much fucking Axe product in my apartment. <laughs> I had to store it under my bed. You're like, I don't actually like this. Stuff. No, I never used it. I would like give it out to people. I was like, do you want this? Do you want this? Like it was horrible. Like it was such <laughs> not shit. a spokesperson. You're like, I don't like this stuff, but I wrote good things about it. Right. And then I would I would do videos about how much I liked it. Oh, <laughs> and people God. were like, This is great. Yeah. And anyway, uh yeah. I so being an influencer before there were influencers, like I know that it's all bullshit. So <laughs> And knowing now, sorry, knowing now that like we you know, my company used to pay a lot of money yeah. to influencers to say Hey, this product is good. Like, don't listen to anything that anyone tells you on Instagram. And we've made an effort in Granola, I mean, a small effort to not do that, to not pay influencers. But and we to, have zero following on Instagram, so it doesn't really but matter. But to that end, but, though, it's very genuine. Like, your posts on for Kelly's Four yeah. Plus are, it's very genuine. It's from us, and it's it's yeah. from the people making the products. But And you know that it isn't some marketing company behind you yeah. saying, like, oh, post this, post this. Right. Like, it's just, it's... It's almost it's more tangible, and I think that that actually goes a lot farther now than having some paid spokesperson saying, "Eat this fucking granola because it's better than blah blah blah." Yeah, I mean, a lot of big companies are are trying to connect with millennials, Gen Zers, who are now like yeah. the big purchasing block, uh, and they're rejecting a lot of these large companies that are trying to be relevant. Yeah. So it's it's totally. interesting to see that that hardcore shift. Well, it's funny you bring that up because a year ago, nonstop millennials. Yeah. Now, it, it, within the last six yeah. months, it's uh, yeah. just 100% Gen Z. Yeah. We, they're like, like oh, Gen you're millennials, Z, you're dead. $200 billion purchasing power. It's yep. like, millennials, yeah, they're getting old. It's like, yeah. what, because they're 34? <laughs> yeah, like, I know. They, they can no longer buy stuff? No, <laughs> yeah. they're just turning into like baby boomers. They're right. just getting to the old generation. Yeah. Like, what? Seriously. It's, it's so... It is like night and day. And honestly, like I see all the stats and everything and all the research and all the strategy. It's all the same. We're marketing to them exactly the same way we're yeah, marketing that's the to thing. millennials. It's, it's everything everything is about speed, convenience, on the go. Yeah. 
having experiences versus having like a right. Product. I think the only the big shift is probably sustainability and environmental impact. That's definitely yeah. There's a lot of that. Different. There's there's absolutely a lot of that, and also um, like equality is a big thing too. Although millennials had yeah. a, had a fair deal of of equality or supporting equality. Yeah, it's interesting to see it. Yeah, we could go on that forever, but that's not really totally. funny. No, sorry. Um, but speaking of, but um, it's inside baseball. Speaking of influencing, what are we drinking tonight? <laughs> so we can tell people to go buy. Uh, so this, oh man, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this. Amroot. Yeah, this one's. Uh, this is Am, weird. Am, Amroot. Amroot is single malt whiskey. It's a product of India. It's an Indian whiskey. Uh, you chugged that drink. Nice job. I did. It was really good. I, I'm, you know, running from my feelings. Um, <laughs> but it. So they. So back to what we were talking about months ago. I am part of this Scotch club, and yeah. they sent me two bottles of this. So uh, we were like, "Well, we got to mix um, bitter milk with something. Let's do it with what I have the most of." Why don't you tell them what bitter milk is? Bitter milk. Well, I don't. It's a guy down in South Carolina who makes these. Mixers. I think he's in Charleston. I think he's actually it's in Charleston. Charleston. Yeah, yeah, you're right in Charleston. Uh, who uh, makes these Ooh. these cocktail mixes um, with different bitters and spices and stuff yeah. this one i think it was like a honey smoked whiskey or yes something. yeah, yeah or exactly something, um and just a very small amount of it yeah exactly wow i just, I just had a, a plain uh a straight sip i was gonna say a very small amount of this does a great job at cutting <laughs> yeah whiskey or bourbon what you want with this i mean it's not bad it's just like wow it's yeah it's weird it's a, it's a lighter whiskey but boy does it it's a strong taste. Yeah. Um, but bitter milk, we used to think you could only get down in Charleston and South Carolina area. We'd get it when we were visiting uh, Lindsay's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but they started selling it in Total Wine up here in Connecticut, so we can we you can start buying it. And it's so good. It is so good. Like it, if you have a bad drinking habit, but you're like <laughs> you don't really like the taste of whiskey or bourbon, and that's what's limiting you from drinking a lot. You put a little bit of this bitter milk in there, you're fucked. Like you're gonna drink a lot. You know, we should have brought Bill some bitter milk because he didn't want to touch True. the whiskey. Yeah, or the that scotch. would make that would make a big difference. That would that would totally sell it for him. And having it be like a hometown thing, I think he'd probably enjoy it. I know. Damn, we're not gonna be there for a while. No, well, I can still send it to him. Uh, so a friend of mine, um, have you ever used Drizzly? Do you know what Drizzly is? Mm-mm. So a friend of mine is going through some like issues, and I was like, I'm gonna send him a bottle of scotch. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you need more? Yes, Elmer? please. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I'm going to send him a bottle of scotch. Uh, it is so fucking hard to send scotch. It's actually illegal to ship liquor through the U.S. Over state lines? Well, yeah. So I don't even know if it's state lines or whatever, but you can't do it through the USPS. With UPS and FedEx, it's kind of like, just don't say anything. Um, I mean, they are the largest drug dealers in the world. This is true. <laughs> That's right. But I had found this thing called... Uh, Drizzly, and they will actually contact a um, a liquor com- or a liquor store near that person, and then deliver that bottle to. So it's that like person. a like an FTD or one eight hundred yeah, flowers yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And it and it was like a lot cheaper because I've I've shipped liquor before and it the markup is fucking stupid. Really? This was like a ten dollar delivery fee for like whatever. I'm like great, awesome. That's I'll cool. Yeah. So I sent him a scotch. He got like. They text him. They're like, "Hey, when can you be there to pick it up?" Or like, oh, yeah, "When can you be?" You, at your yeah, because you have to sign. Because you have to sign because he's yeah. you know, twenty-one and all that. So yeah, it was like super easy. He got it. I got a notification saying it was delivered. I'm like, fantastic, dude. Drizzly, if you're listening, we'll be your yeah. spokespeople <laughs> for life. That's Dr- awesome. Drizzly was fucking. They came. They came in in a pinch. So that reminds me. Every every couple of years or so, I would have a friend. Uh, like started back in high school, and then every couple summers, somebody would bring the idea up again about doing a liquor, like a beer and liquor boat delivery service for people <laughs> that are at marinas or like out at anchor. I and like the idea. It's a great idea, and I feel like there's there's a, a place for it. But I don't know, A, you know, the economics are, are one thing. The logistics are another. But if you look back at how Nantucket Nectars started, yeah, those guys put their juice even vineyard vines man didn't they sell off the boat too or no? uh maybe probably like why not i don't know i i, I like do know nantucket theme, but nantucket nectars was literally like in a boat and going yeah, to sell harbor. Yeah. juices at you know to the people that are sitting there in the harbor which is awesome so <clears throat> excuse me that's a non-alcoholic drink uh 
so it's probably a little bit easier to figure that out. But you got to think that there's a market out there for. So hold on, wait. Are a, you saying deliver liquor, or are you saying like be a floating bar? Deliver liquor. So you order on an app that you need, and there are minimums and stuff because you're not yeah. just gonna. And you would just start with like one harbor or or one right. hot spot gathering area. So you wouldn't do it like at Wilson Point in in Norwalk because it's small. Right. There aren't enough boats around. There's not a lot of action. But you might do it in Stamford Harbor, or you might do it in Port Jefferson. But you could do it. I bet you could cover basically like Fairfield to Stamford. You're true, because yeah, you're right. You could go out and 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 visit different marinas. But how often? God, we sound so fucking white privilege right now. <laughs> when you go out on a boat, you already have your liquor. Full with disclosure: you. neither of us own a boat. This is true. But the whole point is to capture the people that are just going out on the on their boat that they own or they're having friends come over or something right. and they're just like, oh shit, I don't have enough of XYZ or man, wouldn't it be it's great if we had this? It could be something that's it is, it is, spur of yes. the moment. Or it, if you're visiting a port for a weekend. So if you're getting on your boat to go away for a weekend. That's where it is. That's it. Like that's yeah. where you provide the party, you know, or the libation. Here, here's our second business, man. Dude, if we could spend Harbor Works, if we Harbor could works. Harbor Works, we could spend our summers on Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, and like Fisher's Island, just hustling liquor. I wonder what the permitting is like that. For That's that. the thing. It's like serving alcohol or selling, selling alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, and it's a mobile permit. Yeah, I don't because you have to get permits. Know. Don't you get permits by like physical location, and a boat is not in a physical location. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Oh, well, I guess you probably could do it based on state. Yes. So we should look into what it what it what permits are required like the party boat that we rented uh in Austin. Dude, that was like all game over like no one gives a shit. That's probably under there. the radar. And you bring yeah. that's all BYOB. They didn't provide anything. Right. I think we probably could have killed someone and put them like <laughs> 6 feet under in that water and no one would have been like, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. The, actually the 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 captain did say, "Guys, if you want to do anything illegal, just let me know and I'll give you a heads up if the cops are coming." That's by. right. I totally remember. <laughs> and we're like, "Fucking crazy. Okay, we're just drinking." Like let, I I want to get back to this this harbor Harbor Brew yeah. thing, but let's just talk about Lake Travis for a second. That was a shitload of fun. If you are ever in Austin, we uh, we were, so for Nate's bachelor party, we were like kind of planning, and someone had mentioned, I think it was Seabass. Seabass was dead set, like yeah. would not go on the trip unless we did this this thing. And, and I was we, like, Seabass, it's my bachelor party. If I don't want to do it, we're not going to do it. He's like, Nate, I'm telling you, you have to do it. And Seabass had never been. No, he'd never, he'd never been on it. He <laughs> just heard about he it. He just heard that doing a lake trip there would be fun. I will say that my wife went to a bachelor bachelorette party at Lake Travis and had a great time. And yeah, so she was like, oh, you should go to Lake Travis. Or maybe she was like, you shouldn't go to Lake <laughs> you Travis. You shouldn't go to Lake Travis. I know what happens. Um, but yeah, we like it went there. We're kind of on this, not a rickety boat, but you know, it's a pontoon boat. Oh, it was there. rickety. The second story, when you had like two people standing up there, you could jump yeah. off of it into the water. Right. The whole thing would sway. That's true. Yeah. It like, it was not regulated. It was well. not, it, it, I mean, probably was a little regulated, but it was not the upscale version. It was like, right. we're, it wasn't the well, budget, I'm talking about the budget whole version. experience was not really well regulated. No. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, so we go to Lake Travis and it's basically a dammed up river. It's the dammed up Colorado River, not the big Colorado River, but the one that goes through Austin. And we were out there alone, like our boat with like, what, 12 guys? Yeah, whatever. We're we're having a good time. We're drinking, we're eating hamburgers, but we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, we dropped anchor in this cove, and the guy was like, some more boats might come. Might, right. But it was a Friday, and I guess like the big days are Saturday and Sunday, so we weren't sure if anybody was going to come. Right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, another boat like anchors way down. And a, an inflatable penis starts going down the <laughs> That's going down the cove, that. and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, oh, so I jump in party. and go and get it and carry. It. I grab this fucking inflatable penis, and then all of a sudden, that boat came to us, anchored up, and it was just like game on. Two of us rafted next to each other. Because that was a bachelorette party. Yeah. And then we had like. And then three more boats came. Three more boats, and then all of a sudden, it was like yeah. spring break. Holy shit! Like music was blasting on all the boats. We we're all like running from yes. top canopy to top canopy, passing alcohol to each other. I was swimming with a bottle of tequila in a life preserver. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it would float. I didn't have a life preserver, <laughs> but the tequila the had tequila a life preserver did. just in case. 
uh, it was so much fun. We were talking. I was my brother and I were talking about Austin today, and I said I would go back there in a heartbeat. Like that kind of a trip was fun. You know, you wouldn't. No, I would, but I maybe I mean, not like that full experience. Dude, that, weekend. No, you know what, man? I had so much fun that weekend. Yeah, that it was, was totally like my fun. first since my kid. Like balls to the let, wall. Let loose. Like let's go fucking nuts party. You went nuts. I you did. did. I went pretty crazy. I got. I was so hungover on the flight home. The flight home was rough. Yeah, that was. I was like, I'm. I'm gonna vomit. Like I've never f- flown and vomited. And no. we hit that turbulence. And we hit that turbulence. We hit that turbulence. That was like a knockout punch to the side of the face. It was a knockout punch and then a drop. And yeah, that I've, was horrific. I've never been more scared on a plane. I like 100. I was like, well, this is how I die. Yeah, that was really bad. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but, we but we didn't die. It was a great trip. I'm so glad that Seabass recommended that. Um, Very glad. If you're ever on, Shit, uh, I want to go to Austin again. We got to do a trip do like it. that. Wait we need me. another excuse for a bachelor party. I'm going to my brother's bachelor party in a month. Oh, in Steamboat. In Steamboat. That's gonna be fun. But uh, they, we could do a lake boat there. I don't know if he's into that. But a lake boat? Where would you? They have um, Steamboat Lake. A little oh, bit smaller than Travis Lake. A little bit, I'm sure. But it's uh, probably not yeah, it's warm still, either. Pro- uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good lake to go out on a pontoon boat. Let's fucking let's go. Um, I'm gonna crash that party. You can come. Sure been, you'll be fine uh, with no, it. You've been to Steamboat. I have. Um, so going back to your uh, harbor selling. Oh yeah. This is this is how you're gonna make your your millions. There's a lot of hoops you gotta jump through first. But I think. But it could be the Uber of Al- Uber Eats of alcohol delivery for boats. Wow, that's super specific. <laughs> I I mean, well, yeah. Let's talk about the overhead here: boat and boat fuel. Right. And then. So the surcharge, and premium a, is going to be high. That's a big surcharge. Plus, that, you're probably dealing with a lot of like drunk assholes. But that's the whole point: is like if you make it a little bit more upscale in the beginning and it's all about like think of it more of a uh catering service and it's a larger quantity to be delivered who's gonna do that though you think someone's gonna show up and be like yeah i need like 10 bottles of vodka. no i don't think you're right i don't think that big but like hey i need you know i need a 30 of this beer and then like two six packs of of this uh and you know six bottles of wine i like it and I think if you charge, if you can charge through the app, then that's how you make your money. Because you don't want to have the you don't want to oh, have get it. there and then they have to pay. Yeah, because that no, that's never gonna no, happen. Because no. then it's like pizza delivery. It's like oh no, I didn't uh, I didn't order this. <laughs> right. Shit. I like I like the side of like us on a boat all summer just see serving that's beer why it's or whatever. That all right. All right. So we need investors, so that the first two years. Everything's just paid for. Fuck. That'd be pretty great. And this works well with our six-month living strategy. Okay. So six we months go, in go the Northeast. Six months in the Northeast in the summer. Prop works because But if we're like flowered. out on Nantucket, prop works on Nantucket. Plenty of houses are for sale Plenty in Nantucket. Plenty houses. Okay. Uh, and then in the winter, it's somewhere warm. Charleston, Florida. With the boat. With a boat. I like it. Taking pictures of shit. I like it. Apparently, we we video and photograph boats as well. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> one of our guys does. <laughs> um, there's potential there. I don't know. That's probably it's probably pushing it. I don't hate it. I <sighs> well iron out the details. It's not it's not the worst thing. I the always last thought thing that we need to do is more things. More though. things, right? <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of shit. <laughs> I always thought like the ultimate job would be to uh, buy like an old seaplane. And do bone fishing tours down in like the Keys. That would be awesome. Have you been bone fishing? Yeah. Okay. But not off of a of a off of a uh, seaplane. Do you bone fish off a seaplane? You could. Well, I guess you could. I mean, yeah, there's a reason you couldn't. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, like off the Keys down in the Caribbean, just even if you spent half your year just like running tours out to like sand flats, like oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it's the guys. I mean, it's a, it's a different lifestyle. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's probably a very like nomadic, don't have kids or a wife right. kind of lifestyle. Right, you're like you're on your own and you're buddies with the other sea planers or yeah. or yeah, boat whatever owners. they are. 
uh, fishermen. How, how great would that be, man? Just to like have like a, an old like forties uh, Grumman like albatross and just fucking hang out in the, on the. Yeah, but why don't you just do your own thing then? Like, don't don't ship people around and take them fishing. <laughs> well, how am I gonna make money? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you're trying to make money, then yeah. Well, but if yeah. You're saying, why don't you like make your money before that, and then you could just hang out and do it on oh, your own terms? That's probably. A Good call. Yeah. There's not a lot of money in advertising. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware. You're married. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a team sport. Yeah, but this is all about me getting a divorce. Yeah. Oh. There's no way she's going to let me do this ever. <laughs> she now pokes up. Would you ever let me like get a seaplane license and go do bone fishing charters down in the Florida Keys? The silence is deafening. Pregnant pause. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Um, so that actually, I was, that made me think of, I had a question driving over here, um, a little off topic, but if there were one place in the entire world that you haven't been that you want to go, or maybe you have been there, like the one place you've ever wanted to visit, do you know what it is? I really want to go to the Seychelles. Okay. I've never been in the Seychelles. They're islands off the coast of Kenya, Tanzania. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be gorgeous. Um... You know what though? That's a hard question, man. Because like as soon as there's the sensations, so, I, I was like, "There's 20 other places I like." To yeah, go. like wait a second, I want to go to this other place. Um, but you know what? That's like a place that I would love to just go and fucking relax for like a month. So you want to go somewhere that you could just relax? Yeah, I've told you my out. my my dream, like my absolute dream, is to be castaway, <laughs> like be on a plane, plane crashes, Leaves I survive. You. I'm on an island for like three years with yeah. no one. Like, oh, that's fucking great. Really? I don't. I couldn't be by oh, myself yeah. that long. Oh, fuck. What would you do? Fuck, I would do nothing. And Make like, love to a coconut. <laughs> volleyball? <laughs> yeah, volleyball. Coconut, whatever it was. I just like, I mean, yes, I would clearly miss my wife <laughs> and my daughter and, and hopefully son. Um, <laughs> but, like, there is that sort of, like, just hermit, do my own thing, like, live off the land. I don't eat seafood, so that'd be like a problem. Yeah, on an island, that's a little bit. Yeah, I, I'd probably have to, you know, suck that one up. Um, what about you? Where would you go? What would, what would be your thing? So you say Seychelles, yeah, something, something like uh, Fiji. Uh, you know, like some random remote. I mean, Fiji's not random, but we, one of those tiny, tiny islands that's in the yeah. Pacific that Bora Bora. Or yeah, you're just like, Guam. what the Guam. heck? Where do those come from? Yeah, uh, that are just in the middle of nowhere and be really cool to go visit. Totally. Um, you know what? There's an island called Tulagi. You could go visit. <laughs> is that what Tulagi is named after? Yep. Okay. Solomon Islands. Solomon Islands. In the Solomon Islands, yeah. Interesting. Um, but also. Like somewhere really random, like Mongolia. Really? So I rewatched the Grand Tour episode when they drove across Mongolia. Yeah. And I guess a lot of times when I watch the Grand Tour uh, and they do some of these off-road excursions, you know, they buy whatever car and they, they're just driving off-road, whether it's in the English countryside or they're in Canada, they're in Mongolia in that episode. Uh, there's the one where they drive along the... Is it the Moroccan coast? What's the? Uh, no, it was uh, Namibia. Namibia, Namibia yeah. coast, right along the along the ocean. <laughs> Another place I would love to go to. Yeah, okay. you just I see that and I'm like, where on earth can I just get into a car, turn right, and just be go. out in the countryside and just drive and go wherever I want? Like, it, it yeah. just feel like everywhere we live, it's all owned by somebody or something, and you yeah. can't just go off and do that. Right. And totally. so finding a place where you could just go off and drive and then set up camp and <laughs> yeah Mongolia looked the, like the place yeah Mongolia there's nothing um so a buddy I went to high school with uh became a doctor and went to Mongolia as like doctors without borders I oh, met okay. his wife there and I think he lives in Mongolia now really yeah I think my dad was trying to do a business deal with uh like a a railway through Mongolia oh, connect, like connecting it more to to China and he, I don't know if he went over there and visited or not but uh I think that's what started to pique my interest in it, just yeah. like understanding the geography and vastness of it. Yeah. And then just happened to watch the Grand Tour uh, recently. I've been rehashing those episodes <laughs> a lot. Uh, I was like, man, that would actually be really cool. I don't know if this is going to count as the F1 minute, so <clears throat> let's just maybe this you want to you want to tap into the F1 minute. I don't want to totally do it, but did you see the Letterman? Uh, I have not thing? watched it yet. Okay. I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for you, but. I've not had time. Uh, so Letterman interviews Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Was it recent? Yeah, it was like last week. Okay. 
and it was really cool. They do a lot of it's it isn't just an interview. There's a lot of like driving and and some cool okay. shit. And they, he is growing on me this season. Yeah, I mean he's you know, I think I think you will actually watching this interview you will like him a lot more. Okay, he's growing on me, and I know he's doing he's doing outreach with F1 on trying to get more minorities and yeah. especially uh, black drivers into the sport. So sure. like, he's not just, he's not just all talk and no, no I mean, I, yeah. And I think knowing where he came from and like, he talks about like the shit that he had to go through and yeah. like, I mean, he got made fun of as a kid and yeah. But he still won on a bullshit penalty in, uh, in uh, Canada, uh, Canada. last Yeah, weekend. that's true. There you go. F1 minute done. <laughs> that was probably a minute, right? <laughs> about that. Um, wait, so I, all right. I asked, oh, shoot, I had another question. Uh, oh, this totally random. Um, if there's one thing that you use on a daily basis that you could not live without, what would it be? And you cannot say your cell phone. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I did not think of that. Because you hear about these like third world countries where they have to use their hands, and you're like, what? or hoses. Yeah. Or you go to like a four star hotel and they have a bidet. <laughs> Ooh, but that's not bad. Like, yeah. I saw a video today of uh, of an airline. It was like Saudi Arabian Air, and this person taking a shot of like going up the uh, the aisle. Yeah. Junk everywhere. Like people are just throwing shit in the in the uh, in the aisle, and then they go into the bathroom, and there's water on the floor. What? And there's a shit on the like a not an upper decker, but like on the on the rim. Yeah. And it's because they don't because it, it was from like like. Mecca to Jeddah or something. I'm probably saying the wrong thing. I'm probably sounding very ignorant, but whatever this flight was, um, most people don't usually fly and they don't usually use toilet paper. So they were using the water from the toilet bowl to clean themselves, getting it all over the Interesting. thing. And a lot of these people use uh, squat toilets. So right. when they squat, you know, you don't have yep. the best aim. Uh, so they, they presume that that's why there was shit on the uh, upper deck. You know, it's funny. They're, there are signs in a lot of malls now in in parts of the world that oh. show people, uh, and it's written in Chinese language, Chinese yeah. characters. It's called to Mandarin. Not do Mandarin. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, to not squat, to not stand on the toilet seat and squat, because they're recognizing <laughs> a lot of their customers shit. are coming, and they're and they're Chinese, yeah. and that's what they're used to. Wow. And it's like holy shit. <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> So wait, that was a video of like at the end of an airline, at the yeah, end of a flight. Yeah, I mean, it was like horrid how much junk was like in the aisle, and it was it was I think what well, people just throw in their trash because they just not used to yeah having to keep it and throw it away. This particular flight was like the maiden voyage of this Airbus, <laughs> so it wasn't like this was like leftover trash. Yeah, and I mean I've been on like long haul flights where you see people kind of like not yeah. like, dirty, but the, like maybe you'll have like a bag of chips or something that had fallen on the ground. This yeah, was it's like natural. Though. Everyone had shit lining up the the aisle and they and i'm like wow that's fucking horrid and then you go into the bathroom you're like oh fuck that's terrible (laughs) the airline's like we're so excited for our flight connecting cairo to so whatever so knowing that yeah i would say toilet paper is a lovely and how about uh the the 2.9 mile run we went on i knew you were gonna (laughs) a week or two ago where you needed toilet paper so i uh this is you don't have to get into it it's a little tmi well we went on a run and i hadn't gone to the bathroom in like three days i don't know why (laughs) and as soon and oh and before we left i was like i'm gonna drink some seltzer because that's smart to do when you're going on a run so we were thinking we were going to go on what like a six mile run six mile run we're gonna go for an hour yeah fine no problem we start and we're good we get about two miles in i'm like dude i don't i gotta i gotta go to the bathroom (laughs) and dive into the woods once i knew that was coming i was like okay yeah. fine yeah. you brought toilet paper I, i've been on runs where natives had to do the same thing uh then i did it again and again and again and then we called my wife to come pick us up because and you literally turned to me you're like i can't keep running like i yeah. i don't even think i could run home and i was like Whoa, really? yeah. wow all right oh and i found like and i'm gonna call this this is horrible but bag lady central because like this like one area of town where there were just like uh, refrigerators and uh, air conditioning units and liquor bottles uh, just down in this like gully 
<laughs> and I was like, so people live there. Yeah. So I, I was like, oh man, I got, I gotta go and just drop trout. And then I stepped in someone's shit. And I don't know if it was mine or someone else's. That's probably the only time you hope that you stepped in your own poop. I guess, man. I don't know. But I, so I don't know. You weren't here when I like totally hosed down my shoes. I mean, I like. You really? I, just, I thought you were going to throw them away. No, because I like those shoes. <laughs> I feel like I have another hundred miles on them before I throw them away. Okay. So they're they're absolutely clean. I got all the poop off of them. All right. Don't know if it was mine. I did see them outside like three days after the, the run. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Probably still drying out. Yeah. Good answer. Anyway, I like that answer. So what about you, man? What, what can you I was about? thinking my car. Yeah. But, and I was like, was well, that kind of a stupid answer, a lame answer? But then I was like, no, I've got a ton of friends who live in the city, you know, some who don't even have their driver's license. Yeah, totally. Uh, but plenty of them that don't have cars, and to them it's just like they take public transportation or Uber. Yeah. And people around here even are just like, no, you know, I want to go out tonight. Even if it's just to go downtown, I'm going to take an Uber. I, it's just like, that is such an afterthought not an afterthought it's just not a natural thought for me totally i never use uber i like rarely i just want to drive yeah and if i'm driving then i don't get drunk if i happen to get drunk and i am going out then i'll be like okay like i'm gonna drive i need to get a car i should drive home. i should drive home i am confident i've got this (laughs) um so but having lived in the city for you know 10 years i i didn't i still have my license but i never you know i didn't have a car right and I was thinking the other day about how much more I walked when I was in the city. Yeah. And just how, like, my step count, if I had a Fitbit or a yeah, Apple Watch yeah. back then, would have been amazing. But, yeah, now it's like going down the street, get in the car. Like, let's go. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, of course, when you live in, out in the suburbs, it's just there's nothing to walk to. Right. Uh, so dude, I had to, to go get my car. mail, which is down at the end of our street. Did you take the car? I took the car. You do. That's, yeah. that's bad. I think I was tired. It was one of those days where I was... If it were after the half marathon, that's the only excuse. It was not. It was like like a 5 p.m. on a Saturday. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's really bad. Um, speaking of step count, I, I uh, maybe once a week I'll have an office day uh, where I'm not on the road. Oh, I'm God, not out so tough. visiting God, places. Jesus. I know. But yeah. this, that's why I like every, my job. Every day is an office day. I hate sitting in an office. There's... The rare occasion when I love it because I get so much done yeah. that I just don't get when I'm on the road. Uh, but at 5.30 today, my, my Garmin buzzed, like 5.30 tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Garmin buzzed, and it was like, you have a new insight on your app. So I opened the app, and it was like, we noticed a trend on Monday, which is like the days I try and make my office day. Yeah. You log fewer steps. On a normal day, I'll, I'll log like 10 to 13,000 steps. Holy shit. Well, because I'm in and out of stores and I'm yeah, walking all over the place. Man. No, it's good. That's really good. It's good. That's what I try and, and do. And not for nothing. You spend a lot of that time in your car. So I'm sitting in the car. On the says, longer days, you're right. I don't get that much. I maybe get 7,000. Still, that's very good. At 5.30 tonight, I got 1,300. I don't I, even know if I have 1,300. Right really? Now. Yeah. I, I, I went out of the office once and it was to pick up lunch. And I know that's pretty standard for most people. But like... I have, I have 5,400. 5,400? I've got 4,300 now, but that's because I took my dog for a walk. Uh, oh. uh, but wow. it's like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. I did read a, an article recently, though, like the 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 magic 10K, 10,000 steps a day mm-hmm. was just some random ass number that a marketing company came up with sure. in the early 2000s yeah. as like being healthy. And in reality, you need like 15,000 to 20,000 oh, if, if you want to manage your weight and, the, oh, and yeah. walking is the only thing that you're doing. Yeah. So totally. it's like, get 10,000 steps a day and you're healthy. It's like, no, 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 that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I like when we when we do these marathons and I look at my, oh, yeah. my, my calorie usage and I'm like, wow, I could eat a whole day's worth of food and still not supply everything. Yeah. And still not even replenish what I just burned. Yeah. Plus the 2,000 calories that I need right. for just day's just, activities. Just for being a human. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, what? Oh, speaking of, uh, Charlie, Charlie did a podcast recently on- I haven't listened. Basal metabolic rate? Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen, but I will. It's on my that, I downloaded yeah. it. I subscribed, I liked, and I downloaded. Excellent. Oh, you know what? I hear podcasts actually thrive on that. Yeah, um, it'd be nice if someone would do that to ours. Subscribe, uh, like and review. Mm. Yeah. Like it, review it, rate it, rate it. That's it doesn't it really is. matter what Put fucking stars. order you do it in, just as long as you do it. It doesn't matter. Just please do it. I've um, got another kid on the way, man. I need I need some advertising <laughs> revenue. Should we set up a Patreon for this? <laughs> What, so that my wife can pay for it? Yeah. No, we just give these people this random content for free. Yeah. We and enjoy this. We you already own most of this equipment. Yeah, basically. Except we bought the microphones and the stands. We? I bought the microphones. I bought, bought the, the stands. stands. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, what what was the gist of this? Because I I do want to listen to it. You said it was actually really good. I'm trying to remember. I think um, Eric's afterwards were like, yeah, the other ones kind of suck, but this one's good. <laughs> no, Charlie, they all their stuff is interesting. It just it's like varying degrees of interest. So well, I think you have to have the right subject, and you have to totally kind of have a. He did say the in. their space topics like trend through through the roof oh, uh, sure. quote unquote uh they they take the off like rated, rockets it takes off like rockets take off like rockets um those are their highest uh rated episodes um I, it's just more it's more relevant to to consumers for what sure what about the episode where they tried to nail a, a nail through charlie's head did that did that too well <laughs> that one didn't take off no, i no, haven't heard of it no um they did pierce charlie's ears on one episode oh yeah and he screamed like a girl yeah. uh but I don't know what that had to do with science. Yeah, it was just for shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Yeah. Um, but the yeah the basal metabolic rate uh, episode was interesting because it's just it's it's about the not the limits of human exertion. I'm I'm gonna get this wrong. Charlie's Charlie's gonna text me and this is gonna be an episode fifty. So fuck. Um, but anyway, go go and listen to it. I will. And, I absolutely will. And it's actually, for like the non the non science people uh, that that may push against that that kind of a podcast this particular episode was was sciencey but it was it was very tangible. relative and tangible yeah that, and that's i think i texted charlie that was why i liked it it was very tangible and it's really like how far can you push the human body yeah and so like thinking about it um in terms of the half marathon and actually you listen to it and make Lindsay listen to it because pregnancy make her make her listen make to her it. listen to it because sit her in a chair pregnant down, women but... are one are considered one of the endurance athletes in this study oh, yeah. because <laughs> if you couldn't hear that Lindsay said fuck yeah you can that, hear it it's right, recorded um, uh, because of the nine month exertion that it takes and requirement that it takes on the body hey man do me a favor don't bring this shit up ten my months wife is, yeah it's basically ten months what it's forty weeks. True. I, they yeah. say nine months, but it's really yeah. It's, okay, fine. That's fair. Fine. Um, but yeah, don't bring the shit up, dude. We, you know, I need to. I'm on. sorry. You're right. Uh, they. Hey, let me tell you a little bit about uh, pregnancy wives. First of all, great because they buy ice cream and cookies. I was gonna say they're good shoppers. <laughs> but uh, and I don't know if this is. I I can't tell you about science, but uh, it increases the snoring rate exponentially. So sleep apnea is yeah. a side effect. Uh, I don't even. This is like my wife is struggling or is, is strangling a rhinoceros under now, the but fucking covers. Is that only because it's comfortable to sleep on your back? It's harder to sleep on your side? I don't know. But she has a body pillow that takes up two thirds of the bed. <laughs> so it's just like, it's just, it's a, like sleep is a nightmare for me personally. <laughs> I may go in the guest room. before the kid comes. Yeah, I'm, I might go in the guest room. Really? It's just like, oh. And is that like at month two? No, or? it starts at like month four. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not pregnant people being athletes. It was that they engaged in an endurance effort. Yes. It's a lot. <laughs> it, it is. And I trust me, I, I understand. But what's funny is in the, the study that they, uh, that they read about and referenced, a marathon is considered a short event, a short effort, because it's only a several hour event and not a, like a, a multi day right. uh, occurrence. So they're looking at like ultra marathoners and yeah, ultra marathoners, uh, pregnancy. Um, ah, shoot, I'm forgetting some of it. The pro- <laughs> problem is with a lot of podcasts, I do listen to them when I'm on these longer drives. Yeah. And so I, I tune in and out, and it's it's not I get it. totally get it. Not beneficial, healthy. Plus, you were probably bored to tears by. Uh, I listen to Charlie talk way too often. I know. I'm pretty dumb. And man likes to talk. Um, so you guys are probably done with us talking as well. I think it's about that time. We'll call it. We got an F1. We got an F1. We got, uh, I don't know what I'm going to call this one. I got to go back. I, whenever I write up the descriptions, I always forget like three things we talked about. <laughs> um, but I was trying to find something. Yeah, Will was telling me about one of the descriptions uh, for an episode before he was going out for a run. He's like, ooh, should I listen to this episode? And he, he read the description. I was like, what did we talk about? <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all over the place. So That's I, good. No, it's good. But I like that he listens to it uh, when he goes out for a run. Yeah. It's great. Appreciate it. So, all right. Thanks, buddy. See ya. Feel better. <laughs> this, uh, the whiskey's helping. <laughs> Good. <clears throat>